0: Woo! All right, Patrick Royce, uh, he rap with Roycey You can find every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday on our show, Mackie and Judd, and then uh, Royce Unchained with Judd. So uh, what's on your mind today? We're, we're in, in, the, in the thick of some good speculative season here, but uh, what's on your mind on this Tuesday, Pat?
1: I got a little unchained yesterday uh, when Jose Barrios is rolling along And Brian Goodwin, who had about a week-long hot streak and has now reverted to being Brian Goodwin, came up to the plate, and they threw two fastballs past him uh, to get the first out in the seventh inning, which would have kept uh, Barrios on his roll. And they throw him a cookie curveball for no good reason. For 120 years, a guy had to prove to you that he could hit a fastball before you threw him Something off speed would speed it up his bat, which is what happened to start that whole freaking mess yesterday. Yeah, that's I mean, that's true. Um, the one thing I t- tweeted, though, Patrick, is I would have preferred I preferred that Rocco left Brios in melt meltdown as opposed to the bullpen trying to come in and them melting down. Well, I don't even know if it was a meltdown. It was at the end, but uh, he also, uh, that was the worst hit by pitch of all time. I don't think he hit the guy, and if he did, it was a thread. (laughs) So I have seen so damn many of those hit by pitches that aren't hit by pitches this year. It drives me crazy. The hitters have figured it out how to, you know, to not let guys pitch inside without getting their garment or something. Uh, so I mean he's got two out and nobody out and he's still you know there was nothing he didn't do anything wrong you know except believe him when they told him not to throw a curveball instead of a fastball to strike out good one and then he nicked the guy's jersey and that started the whole mess and by that then he became totally rallied as, uh, rattled as we found out when he threw that slider. 54 feet or whatever it was. And uh, then all hell broke loose. But uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. You you have to let him finish a game,
0: especially after you use your whole bullpen to win the first game. Uh, what's our, our guy Larnick seems to have, uh, it seems like the scouting report might've caught up to him. It feels like he just strikes out every time now.
1: Yeah. I got a hunch that uh, when Jake cave comes back here, they might let Larnick go down and tune her up a little bit in, uh, in, uh, you know, he was, there was a lot of thought that he would have spent half this year in Wichita, and the other half in St Paul. He's a year ahead of schedule, and uh yeah he's well what he the other day didn't he uh strike out four out of five and then came back with another four spot
0: yes at home
1: so yeah he's uh he's, they they have caught up with him they are not going to catch up with the other kids though he'll uh Kirlovs the real deal. Larry well, could be okay. He'll be a power hitter, but uh he uh he definitely uh needs needs to take a step back here, I think, because uh he's uh he started to think, that's for sure, when you watch him hit. Patrick, is is Sano just done? Like what do you think the plan is here? Because he doesn't play now, he platoons a bit. They they have now in the last week or so started to pinch hit for him, which I guess I get in key situations.
0: What do you think they're doing here?
1: I think they tried the kid gloves and uh, the, yeah, he's our guy and he'll come out of it. And I think they see a man who was uh, uh, 25 pounds heavier than he can, than he should be to uh, attempt to uh, get his swing going. And I think, I think this is now tough love. They tried real love that didn't work. I think you're seeing tough love now. Uh that goes all the way to the top too, I would guess. Falby falvi yes. is in on this and uh Rocco's probably expressed his frustrations to uh Falby and he's pretty much got permission to see if they can jack him up this way because telling him that they're confident in him and ready to roll and you you're gonna figure this out has not worked. So I think this is tough
0: love. You know, I remember a certain senior columnist a handful of years ago uh, pointed out the weight issue for Miguel Snow, I think both in print and on his afternoon drive radio show and got a ton of pushback for it. And I feel like I just in general, Pat, it kind of feels like as much as people savage Joe Maurer for not being durable and for not hitting home runs, there seems to be this sort of protective layer around Sano and these excuses, whether it's the blogosphere or, you know, even the beat, like it just kind of feels like this guy was supposed to be the centerpiece of your lineup at age 28. He's making enough money, 10 plus million dollars a year. And I, it, it still, it just kind of feels like a shoulder shrug locally to me.
1: Yeah. That was the spring of 2016 because as you recall, 2015 The first two months, phenomenal, great discipline at the plate. Then in September, you kind of got the idea, okay, he's trying to get that home run total up there a little more. He he started swinging a little more wildly, and he also had gotten bigger in spring training, And I mean, in uh, those three months that he uh, was the DH. And then the genius uh, plot was to uh, uh, put him in right field have make sure he had a position to play because we had one whole part to DH, but they thought that maybe if they made him play a position, he would not lose. He would not continue to get bigger and bigger. Well, he showed up at spring training that year. He was big and, uh, he was bigger than when he left the the previous uh, year. They thought he was going to go home and lose 10 and he went home and gained 10. And then, uh, I remember going to Molitor and saying, uh, And Paul, in a very uh, political way, did uh, say that uh, he was getting too damn big. And Paul, by the way, was not one of the guys signed into the idea of playing him in right field. That strictly came from Terry Ryan and the Brain Trust, uh, which turned to be one of the great disasters ever. But, yeah, I wrote it that spring. And, oh, man, I heard from them. They were all and it was the the blog nation that was producing his. you know, all his uh, wonderful slugging stats, and they still try to do that, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just thought, man, he's big, and, uh, this ain't good, because he's, you know, he's gonna get bigger if they don't do something about it. And I talked to a couple of players about it off the record, of course, and, uh, they everybody was, everybody in spring training was commenting on it, the, the players saying, whoop! Uh, and, you know what, though? Phil and Judd, he, uh, the, the worst thing that happened was he finally worked out, got in shape in uh, 2020 and that spring training. And then we had the shutdown. And when he came back, he'd probably put out about 15 and he just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Bucks and six, Patrick. I don't know. I think it's every game in this series is 50, 50 to me, man. I, uh, I I love uh, Phoenix. I love Booker. I love the center. I uh uh you know, Chris Paul could be the X Factor if he's one hundred percent. That guy's uh uh you know, he's he's an all time great NBA player and uh he, you know, they're not gonna go easily into the night. I'm uh I, I hope the Bucks win. I I like the fact that uh you know, little old Midwestern town can uh, win a championship, but uh I, I think it's a, I think it's a coin flip again tonight. I think he, Phoenix is a little more explosive. They have a little more explosive talent than, uh, than Milwaukee does because Booker, you know, Giannis is great, but he's not a sh- great shooter. Booker's great. And he's a great shooter. So I, I, I'd say 50, 50, but, uh, Can this NBA, Pat, can they stretch this thing out anymore for goodness sake? Come on. I know, it's like stupid. Stupid. Two Two days. It is amazing. Three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, In the bubble, I liked the bubble last year. They were just every other day, just the the entire playoffs, every other day, boom, boom, boom. And now it's like we got to wait. I I think if, if there is a game seven, it's the only time where there's just one off day instead of two. But yeah, they dragged this on for two and a half weeks.
1: Bill, you know, we talked about this uh, previously, but it, this it, to me, this is wonderful for the NBA. It's wonderful that we don't have to watch LeBron and his All Star team. I love LeBron, but I'm sick of him. It's wonderful that we don't have to watch the same collection. This yeah. is, you know, we had they had Toronto two years ago, an unlikely champion that brought in Kawhi. This will be twice in three years. We've broken. Form and uh, the NBA has had an underdog champion to win. Uh, I think, uh, you know, at least from an underdog city, uh, I think it's uh, great for the NBA. And I saw you responding to a guy on Twitter because you still get the NBA as garbage stuff. It, the NBA playoffs have been great this year, the best they've been in years. And college basketball sucks, and it's going to get worse. The NBA is so much more appealing than uh, college basketball, as it should be, as it is in every sport, the, the biggest pro league. But this idea that watching some college guys shoot 42 threes and make 11 of them is the way to go is, uh, you know, it, ridiculous. It's uh, The NBA is at a, I think, they did real well in the bubble, and two years ago you had Toronto win it, and now you're going to have Milwaukee or Phoenix. They're on a pretty good run right here.
0: Uh, Pat, we got to go and uh, feed the the Vikings beast here, but we will talk to you again tomorrow, sir. See you, Royce. I got to
1: ask one question of you: and the bride bought your cracking jerseys yet?
0: Uh, we ha- so I've I've bought a couple of hoodies for my judge <laughs> Hockey Show guys here. I do not own any any cracking gear, but I am walking distance from the arena, and so I will for sure. Oh, are be you really going to some crack? Yeah. Oh, nice. Hey, great.
1: Bill, that town's going to go nuts for the Kraken. You know that, that trendy town. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable.
0: Uh, honest to God, it is, I would say, I see probably twice as much Kraken gear just in and around the city as I do Seahawks gear right wow. now. <laughs> unbelievable. I'm, going, not, to, all right.
2: I'm oh, going with yeah, 16 yeah. bucks a beer okay. at Kraken <laughs> games. $16. All right. All right, see you. Pat. Bye. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything, overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
0: This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of $35 or more restrictions may apply get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card bakers fresh for everyone